There truly is no wagon here. It's all a part of your life. Whatever it was that quote unquote got you off track, I really hope you recognize that this is a part of your life and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had fun. I hope you 100% fully savored the present moment and the people you were with and you were not just up in your head about the food and your goals, etc, etc. You know there is so much power inside of you. You have the power to make an impact on the planet and the people around you just by believing in yourself. You get to decide how today, this year, this life is going to go. Are you feeding your old bad habits or are you feeding your power? What's up, big dreamers? Your lady vitamin Katie is here and you are listening to my Feed Your Power podcast. I am a vegan registered dietitian and fitness instructor and my mission is to empower you to feel confident and excited about your health and your life. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you for pressing play and let's begin. Have you been socializing a little bit more recently? Have you been letting your health goals slide, getting a little bit busier, like, okay, whatever, let's just have an extra drink, have this delicious, amazing food, have too much to eat, and you're feeling like, oh man, I am just snowballing into this spiral of overeating, feeling like crap, not able to get out of it, and here are my top five tips for getting back on track. I've spoken with a few clients in the past couple of weeks just about how, yeah, the kids are back at school, so the moms are partying, or it's like, yay, let's celebrate. Summer is still here. Let's make sure that we're getting in all of the last bits of summer that we can and have as much fun as possible. And now it's feeling like, okay, how am I supposed to get back on track? And it makes sense, right? It makes sense that we would have trouble with this just because our bodies are designed for comfort. Lots of sugary foods, salty foods, processed foods, they are really stimulating. We do want to naturally, we just want to eat more of those foods. So once we start eating more of those foods, our palate is uh, a little bit geared towards, okay, I really want that hit. I really want that hit of that salty greasiness. And it's kind of hard to let the dirty water run, feel how uncomfortable it feels to have that craving and to mm, say, I am very intentional about not, right? Not just continuing to eat this way for any longer. I feel out of integrity doing this. So I've got five tips for you. And actually I do have a bonus tip as well at the end. So be sure to stay through to the end of this podcast and you are in for extra, extra benefit. All right. Number one, ramp up the veggies. If you really feel like it's impossible for you to get out of this momentum that you have going with overeating and just eating unhealthily in general, make sure that you are adding in vegetables wherever you can. Example, if you're eating a big bag of chips, just having some carrots on the side will make it a lot more likely that you're going to eat less chips and eat some more carrots, right? You can't possibly 
be eating the entire bag of chips if you're also eating carrots with it. I mean, I guess it is possible, but <laughs> you can understand that when we're adding greens to our plate, when we're adding something, even if it really is a quote-unquote, you know, indulgent or junky meal, if you're adding some vegetables to that, it's a lot more likely that you'll feel more satisfied and you'll eat less of the junky thing and just feel better. You're, you're going to feel more healthy and slowly get back on track, all right? Number two is time-restricted feeding, TRF, or intermittent fasting, IF. Highly recommend a 12 to 14-hour fasting window. That means the last bite that you eat at the end of the day, your dinner time, needs to make it look at the clock look at the clock when that happens when is your last bite of food so that you can wait at least that 12 hour window 12 to 14 hours is recommended at the create cures foundation we actually don't recommend upwards of 16 hours or more to be fasting due to there's research around gallbladder issue issues there's research around binging there's research around okay if your eating window is that small over time, it is possible that you're going to be eating too much in too little of a time frame, which it does put extra burden on our system when we do that. So for example, my irritable bowel syndrome patients and clients, my inflammatory bowel disease patients, IBD patients, I recommend smaller, more frequent meals because this is a lot easier for our body to process, right? It's a lot easier for us to process smaller meals than just these huge meals. So the 12 to 14 hours, especially for women, really, really nice to have balanced, calm, focused, productive energy throughout the day and not go too crazy with it that it's actually putting a burden on our system. So the last bite that you eat if it's at 7 p.m., let's say you eat dinner at 6 and your last bite you eat is around 6.30 or 7 p.m., and then we want to make sure that we don't eat breakfast until 7 a.m. Maybe you eat breakfast at 8 a.m. Thing with this, making sure that most of your calories are earlier in the day. So that means do not be eating breakfast at noon and then eating dinner around 11 p.m. to midnight, right? We don't want to be eating late, late, late at night. A lot of research shows that our circadian rhythm does come into play when it comes to being able to process our foods properly. And there's more chronic disease risk when you do eat more of your calories late in the day. So keep your meals earlier in the day and do allow your body to rest, allow your metabolic system to get hungry, right? You don't just want to be eating 24-7 all the time. Really have a hard stop to that. And yeah, this can be very uncomfortable if you're used to having that habit of no matter how hungry you are, you're just constantly eating first thing in the morning. Maybe you work really early. It's going to take some, okay, it's going to take some discipline, which this is an act of self-love. The word disciple, this means to be of loving service to. Self-love is discipline. It's going to take some discipline to get out of that habit, right? And to start really time-restricted feeding, 12 to 14 hours. Get to it. You can do it, okay? Number three is exercise. What movement could you add to your day? This doesn't have to be crazy. This doesn't have to be high-intensity interval training. This can truly be going for a walk, okay? When it comes to exercise, we're so much more metabolically 
sound when our muscles are being worked. Our system is a lot more equipped to handle excess calories, excess sugars. And honestly, when you're exercising, it's a lot more likely that you're going to be looking for healthier options. And those foods that allow for peak recovery are definitely not a donut, right? Peak recovery looks more like antioxidants, fresh fruits and vegetables, things that really your body needs, like hydrating foods, lots of water. After you exercise, it's a lot more likely that you're going to be eating healthier, okay? Number four, drink a lot, a lot of water. I'm saying 10 to 16 cups of water a day, especially if it's still hot out where you're at, especially if you're adding in the exercise, and especially if you've been adding in salty foods to your diet. So a lot of water, people don't realize that they're probably dehydrated. (laughs) You listening to this, you're probably dehydrated. And if you're feeling fatigued, if you're feeling irritable, if you're feeling like it's difficult to focus, may not have to do with your diet necessarily, may not have to do with you, (laughs) like there's something wrong with you. It's probable that you just haven't been drinking enough water. Please, first thing in the morning, drink two to four cups of water in between meals. Drink two to four cups of water. Don't recommend drinking four cups of water during your meal. That's going to dilute your digestive enzymes and your digestive juices. However, before your meals and in between meals, make sure you are topped off with water. So, 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 so important. This is going to help curb cravings a lot. A lot of people think that they're hungry, think that they're tired, so they want, they're having a craving when really they just need to swig back some water. And any way that you can make this possible, like personally, I actually have been loving doing a little bit of apple cider vinegar in my water, which may sound weird. <laughs> I also like doing lemon water and even, um, any kind of greens powder, greens powder in our water, anything that we can do to add minerals to our water actually makes it more hydrating. Um, So yeah, having fun with that. Even having tea, I can't believe I'm just mentioning tea last. I love tea, sipping on tea throughout the day. Yeah, instead of sticking your hand in that bag of chips, sipping on your favorite herbal tea, so nice, so refreshing, and it even has extra health benefits. So make sure you've got herbal tea, (laughs) okay? And then number five, making sure you have a hard stop to your day for a bedtime. So what time do you need to be in bed so that you make sure you get enough sleep, enough sleep meaning at least seven hours of sleep so that you can feel refreshed. Research does show that if you get less than seven hours of sleep every night, you are 55% more likely to become obese. Sleep is extremely important you probably know that you'll feel irritable, you'll feel less productive, less focused, less happy, and probably have more cravings, more cravings for chocolate, ice cream, high carb foods, uh, salty foods, fatty foods, when you are sleep deprived. It's gonna be a lot more difficult to stick to your goals and to exercise when you are sleep deprived. So making sure that you know for a fact, okay, I need to be in my bed at 9.30 if I'm going to be falling asleep and completely asleep by 10 or 10.30, right? When do you need to be in bed and making that clear, making that clear to your partner, making that clear to everybody around you. Say, look, I want to hang out with you. I love you. And I really need to go to bed. (laughs) Okay. And then my bonus number six, do not beat yourself up. This is not about you 
being wrong, being bad, being a horrible person. This is not you sucking and never being able to do anything right or never being able to stick to your goals or blah, 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 whatever that negative Nancy voice in your head. <laughs> I recommend everybody watch the on Disney Plus the, the movie Luca. It's super cute. And they call the negative voice in your head that brings up all these fears um, Bruno. And it's in Italian and they keep going, silencio Bruno, silencio Bruno, as in silence those negative thoughts, silence that, mm, that, yeah, negative self-talk. Silencio Bruno. (laughs) This is a truly an opportunity for you to check in with yourself and say, oh my gosh, what beliefs am I creating about myself because I've been overeating? What does this mean about me and where is my sustained motivation really coming from? Does my sustained motivation really come from telling myself I suck and telling myself how awful I am and how wrong I am and how bad I am? Or does sustainable motivation come from, oh wow, I have a stomach ache, I feel lethargic, I'm really, this isn't me, this isn't how I want to feel. And I know personally I could feel a lot better and that excites me. I love myself so much that I take the time to listen to my intuition so that I can be in integrity with what that intuition is telling me. And my intuition is telling me that eating this way doesn't feel good. And I want to do something differently. Not because, I'm, not because I suck, not because it's wrong or bad, but truly because I love myself and I know for a fact that my body could be feeling a little bit better. I invite you to really think about what are the thoughts that are taking up your headspace most of the day. What is the narrative that you've been speaking towards yourself around what's been coming up, around getting back on track. If you're feeling like a failure and if you're feeling wrong or bad or lesser than, this is not the case. You are not wrong. You are not bad. You're not lesser than. Everybody goes through waves. Everybody... Your life is meant to be lived. This life is not meant to be 100% perfect 100% of the time. And my ladies out there, we have a month-long hormone cycle. There's going to be two weeks of that cycle where we're lower energy, where we don't feel as motivated as we felt before. Please be gentle with yourself. Cuddle those thoughts in your head that are beating you up cuddle those, give those a hug. Just like in real life when there's a bully, when there's somebody who is, yeah, super rude, super mean. Those are the people that need love the most. Those are the people that are so deprived of compassion. Those are the people who are so deprived of nurturing. Just like those negative thoughts in your head, Those negative thoughts are the ones that are starved most of compassion, of nurturing, of love. So when you notice yourself beating yourself up, this is truly an opportunity for self-compassion, self-love. Oh, I hear you. I hear you voice in my head that's telling me I suck. I hear you voice in my head that thinks I'm an absolute failure and I'm never going to stick to my goals. I'm never going to be able to be motivated enough to eat healthily. Notice that voice in your head and instead of beating it up and perpetuating this, give that voice a hug. That voice is there to protect you. 
our fears are not meant to be evil or wrong or bad. Our negative thoughts are meant are not meant to be evil or wrong or bad. Our negative thoughts are truly there to protect us. Your body is working brilliantly. It's working perfectly for your survival. And notice your higher self, your higher brain is like, actually, thank you, fear voice. Thank you, fear voice that doesn't want me to, maybe it's go rock climbing or do something fun or go give a presentation. That fear voice that's trying to protect you, that negative voice that's trying to motivate you. Thank you, fear voice. I'm going to go give this presentation anyways. Thank you, negative thought. I hear you. I love you. And hey, I'm going to love myself anyways. I'm going to love myself through this. I know it's not the truth that I'm a failure. Okay? You truly can get back on track and live your best life. Okay? You can get off track (laughs) and get back on track. There truly is no wagon here. It's all a part of your life. Whatever it was that, quote unquote, got you off track, I really hope you recognize that this is a part of your life and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had fun. I hope you 100% fully savored the present moment and the people you were with and you were not just up in your head about the food and your goals. All right, you got this. I hope that this was helpful. Let me know what questions come up. You have a wonderful, beautiful rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for dedicating time to improve your health and your life by listening to this podcast. If you are interested in holistic health and nutritional counseling or in my vegan fitness program, click the link in my bio to apply. Don't forget to screenshot this and tag me at vitamin.katie on your Instagram story. Subscribe to this podcast and leave a review to get this message out there to help more people. Thanks again so much for listening and have a beautiful, wonderful, incredible life. Much love to you. Bye.